So on this episode, I'm doing it on the go. Uh, you could call it a fired up Friday. It is Saturday that I'm recording it, but I want to call it a fired up Friday. Reason for that. Uh, recently, I did some more digging because uh, I'm putting together a webinar on March 14th. Uh, it's a Zoom type webinar invite. So uh, if you're in my network, I'll probably send you um, an invite to it. So just reply with your email address or figure out how you can get my email, which is my last name, burn, Patrick, E3. Patrick, like, then echo number three at gmail.com. I believe I didn't get deleted or anything since the podcast. Anyway, what I'm fired up about is uh, I was digging through some different statistics because I want to see, like, how I can help vets best. And I see these stats. So there, we, in the industry I do about financial education, we use a couple of different statistics to encourage people to get, you know, financial reviews that we do for free and figure out, you know, where they need to be in life and how they can get toward retirement, create a legacy and stuff. And it's really neat stuff that we do because I worked in HR and I learned a whole lot more about benefits once I got out of being like an HR manager, HR business partner and stuff. And it can be really impactful. The, the statistics are like every one of them's around 70 or over 70%. A, that most veterans live paycheck to paycheck or beyond that, where they're waiting for a paycheck just to make it by. One of the other ones is that the main source of financial stress, and this was in the 80s, and I'll, I'll cite these later because uh, I, I've got them written down. The exact sources are like different organizations, the VA, uh, Wounded Warriors Project, or the Wounded Warrior Program, and then uh, there's one called, it's like NIH or something. But uh, yeah, eight, over 80% have financial stress that are veterans, like specifically. They don't, they don't know what to do. <laughs> and then on the debt side, uh, it's even more impactful. Over 60%, near 70% have debt that they don't know what to do with. And of that, three quarters have at least four credit cards. Personally, I've got uh, two credit cards, one through USAA and then one through, uh, what's it called? The Navy Federal Credit Union. Both great veteran resources, and you can get a lot of access to different things for that. But just two, and I keep them down to zero. The thing I see with all these connections is um, we talk about 22 vets a day. And I talked to somebody the other day who's, who's fixed on the mission like I am, and the statistics have gone up. It's not 22 a day. It's 23, 24. It's more and more, and that's sick <laughs> to me. As I don't want to be one of those. I don't want anybody listening to be one of those. I don't want anybody who's connected to somebody who's listening to be one of those. That's why I want to have a webinar uh, or workshop or whatever on March 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and I'll host it through Zoom. Most of my connections through LinkedIn are going to be sent invites. I'll dig up any emails of people I know to get invites. And it's not just about the financial education. So I, I named this episode Echelons of Fire because that's just your immediate supporting fire. 
If you think back to when you're in the military, there are all kinds of resources that once you're coming on target, you've got your mortars, your heavy weapons, you've got vehicles, you've got the, uh, the Air Force. You have so many different resources that you can tap into immediately. At you, you just get on the your comp, your radio, and you call them. Like, hey, I need this. Okay, it's coming. Or, hey, wind's up. We can't send that, but we've got something else to send. So these echelons of fire are right there in your network. Even when you're not deployed in combat and such, when you're back, you're training, you have your headquarters, and the headquarters has their own headquarters. The, the squad, the platoon, the company, the battalion. Now, this is just the army, I understand that. But it goes up and up to the highest echelons of the president, and every one of those is accessible at the lowest level. Now, there's the tiers of approval, like, okay, well, we don't need to shoot a nuke into uh, just a little enemy thing, but, um, like, outside of the deployment and everything, those echelons exist, and you've got that in the service. The disconnect I see, and it's not, it's not the solution that I'm claiming. It is something that we, we lose when we transition. Now we have to go find our own resources. And it's like, okay, well, I found a buddy who's gone through transition. Hey, there's your, there's your fire team. Okay. Well, uh, I got my bank. I've got some people who tell me how to finance and like, uh, figure out my money and stuff. Okay. You got a squad, maybe a platoon level. Okay, now what's higher and higher and higher? Well, uh, man, I got to connect to a nonprofit. Um, they kind of help with different educational things. They can help me get squared away with resources. The VA is really like your battalion brigade level. That company level is key so that there's local resources that can help you. And once you get up, well, actually, the VA is probably like the core or like an army section related, like the whole base. But you've got to connect all those echelons, echelons of fire, echelons of support. Each one of those echelons that can help you get out of whatever situation. The staggering thing is that we look at, you look at those statistics I mentioned earlier, and each of those easily cover the population of veterans who take their lives. I'm not saying that's the exclusive reason. Huge amount of reasons are TBI, different stressors, PTSD, and a lot of stuff that they can't resolve on their own. So I'm saying like a step that I'm taking is having this, what do you call it? Uh, uh, open Zoom. An open Zoom, open house, what have you on March 14th so that I can pull people together who, who are doing well, they're on LinkedIn, they're successful, but more so I want them to pull in other people that they know may be struggling because we don't know if the others are struggling. We just get excited like, Hey man, I'm a vet too. You know, Hey, what did you do? What unit were you in? It's hard to ask, what are you going through right now? Every single person is going through their own battles. And we know that it, it, because it's hard for us to share that to someone that 
it's a veteran. You know, that's our, that's our battle buddy at some point. That's your transition out of service battle buddy. And you need to use that resource. And, and I mean, not abuse them or anything, but find something like a veteran coffee. There's one every week in around this Greensboro, North Carolina area and like a county around. I could go to a, I could go to a veteran coffee once or twice a week. And I have my own in uh, one place and I meet with one other vet that I do business with and we have a good time. Hopefully get a couple more people. If you're in Greensboro, definitely get me up. Um, I gave my email address earlier. It's B-Y-R-N-E dot T-A-T-R-I-C-K echo three E3 at gmail.com. Now, it wasn't an E3 in the military. I'm Patrick Edward Byrne III. Uh, <laughs> so don't, but rank doesn't matter when you transition. I have seen some people who even got out as privates, sergeants, whatever, and have been extremely successful. So don't think that like your rank equals success. It can kind of equal, you know, your percentage and potential of a success and maybe what resources you've got. But every one of us have every single resource at our disposal, but we don't know where it is. We don't know how it connects. So you've got to find that. You've got to connect it. Uh, jump on the webinar. Hit me up on LinkedIn. It's Patrick E. Byrne. Uh, maybe three, but like if you search... LinkedIn, just Patrick E. Byrne. Um, you might find the guy who owns Overstock.com, but I'm the other one, and my picture is just me having a great time with my wife. Uh, I talk a lot about veteran stuff, and I I want to support everybody who's in the same situation I am, and I've found ways out of it. And you know, this doing this makes me feel better about it because I know I'm presenting a message, and I've had feedback. That's like the best thing in the world. Like, I mean, like, even if it's one a day, it lights me up like, oh man, somebody listened. That's awesome. So, you know, figure out the echelons of fire. And if you can't find someone who can help you with that, there's different nonprofits. There's different VSOs. The DAV is a huge one. That's who I uh, have a membership with and I try to use all the time. So find those things. Come March 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern, join in on my Zoom. Send me an email, whatever, I will get you connected. Man, I may have to upgrade my Zoom, but I'll figure that out. So make sure you're on your path and make it as successful as possible. You are not alone. <laughs> make sure you've got the echelons of fire. I appreciate everybody. And this is 